Hey, it's EVB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. If you connected to this when it's released, then it's Wednesday. It is 22 days into month two, 2023 years after awesome sauce things have occurred. It is so awesome to be with you. Awesome sauce, as I like to say. But then again, I don't want to say it again because I was like, dude, you just said it. Now you're it's like you're using two words the same word and you can't do that 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 all my english people are just in chills right now because like you say this and it's wrong you ever had that moment some of you first of all before we get into that I, i'm grateful that you're with us glad that you could spend some time with us this morning this afternoon this evening however this finds you I'm going ahead and turn sleep off of my watch. You know, Siri is getting on my nerves because she has decided that she just wants to be in control. It's almost like technology is taking over here. Is anybody else having that problem other than me where you really, you just want to turn your watch on and and just, you know, get the time or the date or check your email or whatever the case may be. And Siri's like, no, no, dude. Um, what you ain't finna do is start controlling your own future without me. It's like the computer is taking over. It's For some reason, like I said, it's just annoying me. But then again, there's a lot of things that are annoying me today. <sighs> Which is probably why it's a great time to just sit and pause. It's Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Uh, that journey, the six-week journey, it commemorates or it focuses on, it reflects, it connects to that the time when Jesus, uh, he had found himself in the wilderness, in the desert, for those 40 days and 40 nights as he was preparing to do his earthly ministry. And we're supposed to be in concert with that. That's supposed to be our time to to connect with our creator in the same in the same vein. And so folks are gonna head out to church today, either this morning or this afternoon. If you're listening to this when it's released again on this uh February twenty two, it's awesome sauce once more to be with you. They're going to head out and they're going to get the little ash put on their face. Somebody's going to go and set some paper on fire. I don't even know how they make that ash. Is it like, is it cigarette ash? Is it somebody roasted some chickens and decided that they were going to take the the charcoal ash? And I mean, wh where does the ash actually come from? And I'm sure that the internet will, the internet, the, yeah, that's the thing, the internet. I'm sure that the internet has some, some uh, ideas it probably has some uh, some some theories. That's what I'm looking for. But then again, everybody does its own thing, right? And I'm sure that uh, you know whatever the internet comes up with, there's probably twenty or three or thirty other explanations that can contradict it. As I'm sitting here looking at the clothes that needs to be put away in my life, I thought about doing some laundry or putting the laundry away. Should I say I also need to do some laundry? Miley dog is sitting over there laying in the bed or on her little chair over there. And she's like, uh, you're actually doing some talking. 
It is at this moment about 3.09 a.m. It's actually not about it. It is 3.09 a.m. It's about 10 minutes after the hour of 3. And we're just preparing, as I said. I don't know if you are going to participate in Ash Wednesday. I would like to hope that you would take a time to actually reflect. It's also a time of self-denial. Putting some things beside, laying down some unnecessary weights or uh, as the more spiritualist and the more purist would like to say, it's a time of sacrifice, um, which I, I don't know if I truly understand that. And here's why I don't I don't understand that, because it seems very ritualistic. There's a lot of things that go on down at the church that seems very ritualistic. And uh, nonetheless, I would hope that uh, even if my cynicism is, well, it is at play in some instances, but for those of you who are listening, who are paying attention, that you will be, you know what, Eric, you're actually wrong. I tell you what, I want to be wrong. I really do. And if we can, we can take a few moments here. What what I would like to do is I would like to uh, just Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, and I'm binary DJ. How are you doing over there, good good madam, good sir? I would like to take some time, if I can. Would would you help me here, right up in here, to do a little breathing exercise? And what I would like to do, if we can, I would like to uh, for you to put something in here. And we're gonna. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. If, do we have anything that is not like loud? Or maybe maybe we just put whatever's in there, and um, we just take a few moments to just calmly relax. I'm gonna trust you to to handle that for us right up in here. I'm gonna set the the mindfulness app to breathe for about five minutes and I'm going to be still and bring my attention to my breathing while you play something to get us all motivated and stuff would you do that for us I appreciate it it was night today when you entered the space of me
and EDB. Chat about Bible and spirituality. And we also chat about uh, music. It's going to be fun. Play that, Mr. Engineer. Oh, he's also an engineer, by the way, which is also fun. So it's almost like he can play this for himself. You know the other good thing about this? While you were sitting there figuring out your life? I was told a calorie burn is a calorie burn no matter how long you burn it. So what I'm going to do is no matter how you burn it, I can't speak today. I can't speak. For some reason, my tongue's is tired. It's called calming down and relaxing. You know, sometimes you just need a break on the break. Nonetheless, if you go to your Apple Watch, shout out to all of you, the Apple Watch, Fitbits, the Samsungs, the, uh, the Garmin's, on my Apple Watch, there's a little thing called Mind and Body. And like I said, I got some clothes to put away, the beds to make up, the, what I need to do to get ready to get them out of here and get my day started. So I'm going to hit that and I'm going to see how many calories I can burn while I'm getting myself together. So let me just hit this button right here, mind and body, open goal and just in. Alright, I have, I have uh, as they say, push uh, the button. And you know, having a nice conversation with uh, with a uh, I don't know if I I'm gonna say something just because I, I want to start off with a shock and a laugh with Pastor Ian. Oh, <laughs> see, see, I knew that was gonna give me a shock and a laugh at the same time. Oh, you know. I'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go give it a laugh. We'll give it a laugh. I won't. I don't know if I. Uh... I won't put myself there yet, definitely. But uh, yeah, that, praise God, definitely for uh, for His wisdoms for sure. I hope I learn that I learn a lot. If somebody call, if somebody you know, at one point in time, if you were to get uh, blessed with that title, how would you uh, how would you feel about that being a position? You know, maybe you know, how would you feel about it? Oh wow! You know, I think that would be. Um, an amazing blessing and uh and, you know certainly i think that you know I, we spoke a little bit before and the word is so therapeutic it's so uh honest to the human soul and just re- revealing you know at least it's been from my experience and everyone i've talked to i mean just uh and i i very much get love your insights about and, and sharing that so i think it would be a true a true blessing and if that's what the Lord has called me to do, I would humbly accept and uh, just do my very best mm. to be steward of the word and, uh, and you know, uh, just guide people in that discipleship of the word. I I don't know. I, I, I don't want to start, you know, putting. Yeah, well, let I, me ask you the same question. I guess obviously it's different. I'm much uh, I'm new on my walk. So I think that's a very I, I find that to be a fun question and a, a joyous one. How about yourself, though? So are you running a, like your sort of online space? You you could say you are a pastor to a, you know, an online mission. And, uh, you know, so and maybe we could say we all are called to a, our own mission, you know, regardless. So how, what, please elaborate what you're going to say. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me the question. I was like, dude, I, I eat. but then again, he's like, wait, you already do that job. I'm like, I, I pretty much already do that job. So, you know, yeah, to a degree. So I told and I, I think that's, you know, I say that with absolute respect. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I only have come to realize more how much, how beautiful it is what you do, trying to get, get, get the word out there through that online platform so people can have it accessible to them. I like, I mean, just as we were, uh, I agree with you that it's very therapeutic. So uh, it's a beautiful thing that you're in that space. And that's, let me even say, too, just to share where I come from, I think while there's so much I don't understand about it and taking that weight on, I think it'd be a blessing to to be able to be in the word all the time. 
I don't know why an alarm just went off there. I think that was the alarm to tell me to make sure that I called you on time. So please forgive me for <laughs> for that. That's all good. That going off. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I I was just curious about you know because I'm 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 curious about what's uh, what is next, and I feel that uh, um at least in certain communities there's always that that hindrance and, and i i feel that even in my own life where there is that hindrance of what is next or what can i do more or even yeah. if i see something that could potentially be next is it's kind of a massive undertaking or a a huge pill to swallow if you will and you 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 know you find yourself like oh, I don't I don't know if I want to do that or this that and the third or something like that but you you seem to be uh you know gun ho about any and everything that could potentially come you you're almost like you're fearless and that's that's pretty that's pretty dope as the kids say yeah yeah definitely uh, I well, I wouldn't not about the. I appreciate you saying that, and I would say it is dope. Even though I've never had that perspective of myself, so I very much appreciate you saying it. And uh, only thing I can think is uh, ever since you know a few months back when I first began diving into the word and was so curious, and and uh, the it was all of a sudden like uh, the convictions were hitting me, and I was realizing the, tr- the my the first truths I was realizing, and um, all along that journey, yeah, it's progressed to a point of 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 yeah, I'm definitely. Only, you know, I can only boast in the Lord that literally all I have, which is not a lot, I am thankful for more than I ever have been. So, yeah, it's, just, it's a weird kind of duality where, yeah, like I, it calls me to the words. I feel like it's given me a lot of, in terms of peace, in terms of what's inside of me. So, uh, yeah, it, so I, let me just say that kind of threw me off, but I appreciate your kind words there. Well, I mean, and, and again, I don't, I don't have the, the, you know, the privilege of having the the inside scoop into all things Ian. So, you know, that, 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 I think that uh, that gives me a little bit of a clearer picture. You know, sometimes when you when you know somebody, you can uh, you, you get clouded by the realities of their struggles and, you know, what what they're trying to do and so forth and so on. But when your person is just like, you know, in, in my case, who sits and least I don't want to say halfway around the world because we're not halfway around the world. We're like in a we're like on the other side of the bathtub, if you will. On the yeah, other, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. On the on the other side of the pool, you know, where yeah. <laughs> you're you're sitting on the edge on one side, and I'm sitting on the edge on the other. And you know, we got you know we got the big old the big bathtub right here, you know that 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 connects us to. Uh, uh, the the great people of Rue Britannia, Britannia rules the way, and yeah. and so you know I don't I don't really I don't really get to uh, see anything other than what I'm hearing, and you know you're you're masking your your inconsistencies very well. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, well, thank you. You know, actually, it's funny you say that because since I've, you know, just again in the conversion process, in the born again process, myself, I've realized that's pretty much all I was doing is wearing a mask before, and all, and so now when I will say even even in the course of uh, you know, sort of pulling back from social media, trying to learn myself more, trying to grow more because I really 
uh, didn't have a footing, you could say. Um, so I'd appreciate you saying that because it's really just that's what I've been trying to strive for. And, uh, and I thank the Lord for the, for help. But in the word in the word for help, because, yeah, being grounded is something I've always wanted. And I feel I felt very t- uh, pulled around by the world, pulled around by f- my feelings and uh, and didn't really have a place to, to latch on to something that for real guidance and uh so yeah, I appreciate that. Even though definitely, I I hope to go much further, and I appreciate these talks because again, getting getting any sort of insight and just this is real life. I love sort of an engagement like this and and having interaction. I, I I'm curious because everybody kind of demonizes social media. Like, well, I had to pull back from social media and all this stuff, and and I. I, I don't I'm I'm always curious, let me start with that, about what people's social media experiences are. I, I, I have in some instances had some bad uh experiences with the Twitters and the Facebooks and so forth and so on. But I found and this is just me and, and I and I wonder about other people's perspective, I found that my experiences in the negative have been just because I didn't have the right people in my following squad. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I let me say, I 100% agree with you on that. That's totally a, a very wise thing. I think sharing that as someone who's active in social media, who uh, is, has a following and is, uh, and really is in that spotlight. I think you saying that is very wise. Cause let me say, if I just to sort of get into it and give a bit from my end, I would not demonize social media personally. I definitely can see how people have and why they would. What, let me even, I'll say you, I'll give you an experience from just from where I was coming from, because I get all those perspectives. Where I was coming from was a bit of doing it. Was I doing it for me? Like, and so I, let me just say where I, I'll actually see that most of my experiences on social media were positive and I cherish social media for allowing this relationship to form. And there's one other that I actually have built, built through social media. I think that that is a, a blessing. It really is. And using social media to, for someone, let me say, such as yourself, who has a mission, a sort of, let me, for lack of a better term, a mission. You have a, uh, you want to get your word out. You want to talk to people and engage them about what they're feeling, how they're feeling, um, and sort of produce, com- engage conversation. So I love that. And and most of my social media, I was trying to drive from value. I was like, okay, let me try and be on social media. No, I mean, just just sort of measuring against myself. And I felt like that was a, at least for me. I felt like it was a battle to do that with authenticity because I wasn't starting off from a good place. And even right mm. there might be a little ambiguous because you have to, like you said, know the insides, know all the details. But as I was growing and really I was doing social media and, and that's what I guess really what it comes to is I wasn't thinking with the end in mind. I was just thinking, Oh, I'm going to post here. I'm going to post there, which so all of this actually is only in the snake of bringing it to the light and being honest and, uh, more or less for hopefully it'll help even just one person to know that it's not the social media even and i actually will sometimes go i look forward to being back on social media for its benefits it's the fact that i wasn't grounded in myself the the simplest form i wasn't grounded in myself you didn't know why you were there amen amen so even though i knew i mixed and i wanted to mix for people um and i was struggling through the content creation which we chuckled about yesterday i certainly had some help from my girlfriend who's who's, uh, much better at than i am but um but those Mm -hmm. things 
were a struggle because I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was truly projecting in terms of who I was. I knew I was projecting mixing, but there was there was a deeper layer of that within me that was missing. And so it's all growth. It's all. I, so more or less, when I say personally, I pulled. I pulled back. It was a matter of take one step back to take two steps forward. Hopefully, I get you. I I, I started YouTube when I was uh, twenty six. I'm almost well. What, how am I now? Thirty nine. I'll be thirty nine this year. So okay, well, I missed it, but congrats on the ten years. That's killer. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's literally almost twelve. No, yeah. th- about thirteen, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely almost getting there. We probably just got there. I don't know what the month you started, but May. Yeah, so you're coming upon it. Yeah, yeah. But the point was, I I was. When I started YouTube, I was, uh, as a, a, a gentleman I know, a buddy I know, he says, I was fresh out of deprioritizing my higher education. And <laughs> I like that one. Actually, I didn't deprioritize it. The bank did. Um, you oh, know how that is. Ouch. Yeah, I get I, I, that's, that's an even more real assessment of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bank, the, the bank decided that, you know, I had to, uh, you know, uh, tell the school, you know, sayonara. Yeah, and I was in, um, you know, heading towards theological seminary and so forth and so on because I wanted to be a preacher. Okay, and uh, I was uh, in one of those institutions that um, were a little bit on the red side, if you get what I'm talking about. Okay, I, well, I don't know exactly what you mean. I can get what you're where you're leaning Republicans. Where you're going towards, which is there's the good I, and the bad. And Republicans. I was I was dealing with Republicans. Oh, okay, okay. So you mean literal republic, the red side? Okay, yeah, the red the red side of the world. Okay. And uh, the the old Ronald Reagan Republicans and the George Bush Republicans and the you know uh, the Richard Nixon Republicans. I don't think I want to go back any further than that. Uh, those guys you could deal with, you know. They 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 had a a a different perspective. Well, even you go back further than that because you think about it, the uh, the freeing of the slaves and the uh, introducing them into culture was basically Republicans. They called it the Abraham Lincoln. Negroes, Abraham Lincoln, Republicans, so forth and so on. Why I'm having this chat is because somewhere that mentality kind of became a little bit uh, more offensive. And uh, I was finding myself on the outside of the church door. You know, when they take you in, they give you the right hand of fellowship. When they when they put you out, they give you the left foot. And okay. uh so I got in the left foot of fellowship and I went to the internet looking for, you know, cause God bless if I ever processed anything in my life that's ever happened to me. It's just like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that happened. Great. Now what's next? And so I went to the internet and because I had not processed it, because I had not really thought it through, I didn't understand the mental state that I was in. So I started, you know, doing things on the internet. And it was the Wild Wild West back yonder. Yeah. Yeah, you started early. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it, there, there was really no rules and no laws. And, and, you know, you could pretty much do and say whatever you like. Um, mm-hmm. 
there, there's a song to that title. You can say whatever you like. You know, you heard that song before, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you hang out in that sphere of of of, of music. And uh, so the moral is that, yeah, I, I had to uh, find myself multiple times with content creating and social media and so forth and so on. So I, I completely understand what you're talking about. Uh, tomorrow's begin. Well, actually, yeah, it's kind of tomorrow um, from the time that this is going out is the beginning of the Lent season. Are you are you familiar with that? Does your church participate in that type of activity the lent the celebration of of the lent you know i uh i will say i'm a little ignorant to it still i know about uh more of the traditional aspect like that uh if i'm correct and certainly please inform me if, if anything's correct all i really know about is the traditional that's the sort of the time period when jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days and uh and sort of that type of for like sort of breaking away from things but i don't you know i i haven't actually i don't know what they're going to be giving up if anything or things like that or how much they're they practice into that well so i mean that that's that's pretty much all it is and okay. it's supposed to be a time where you um you you focus on yourself and you focus on bettering same and you know you kind of pull away from uh, uh, all activities or all okay. uh, well not all activities. You pull away from things. You you give up one thing. You're supposed to be like uh, be like Jesus for this forty days or six weeks. Is is it's really um, is the the the, the weakage of it? You know, it's it's forty days, but it's 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 a total of well, six weeks. Okay, and. Uh, which I, I spoke it like that because as we talked about doing this somewhat on a weekly basis, it'll be like six series or something on that, um, on kind of sacrifice and um, pulling back and things, which is kind of what you're doing. And that's, that is uh, fascinating to me that it kind of came up at this point in time, right at Lent, where we're talking about, you know, you uh, finding yourself or reinventing yourself if you will and looking for you know what your next steps growing in your faith and all this other good these good points that you're bringing up and it's it's like it's poetic it's oh right here at lit you you really have this this conversation that's just that's just dope it's dope it is pretty amazing, and I, I'm just happy to. Like, it gives me a big uh, sort of joyous smile because it's the simple things. It's the simple things, and I do. I uh, that is exactly what I try. What I'm looking forward to being part of more is part of more of those practices, engaging with the who Christ is in my life, and just and just what you said from the very first time we spoke after you after I was letting you know about my conversion, which is just so what's next kind of thing. And I love that mentality. I think that's a beautiful way to go because I mean they're so. I say this uh, humbly, knowing that uh, you know we all can play a part, but there's obviously so much to do, and we, you know, there's obviously uh, you know this uh, this world we can just love, there's so much love to spread and to give personally and and as much as we can. So I just pray for opportunities like the opportunities to go to know myself and know how I can give back, how I can help, and just like you said, what's the next move essentially for so I think that's where I'm at. Well, have you have you like considered what your next move? I mean, I'm. I'm 
I, I don't expect everybody to think like I think. Like you, you wake up to today and you're like, okay, cool. Am I going to build a mansion tomorrow? Or am I going to build a bodega? You know, what I mean, sometimes it people think a little bit more slower than I do, and I understand that. But have you uh, considered like what your next move is? What your 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 next point is? What are you trying to do? What are your passions are now? And how you? Uh, I think we've probably had this conversation before. Literally, I, I think about this every minute of the day. So every time I talk to somebody, I'm sure it comes up at least once or twice. Um, but what is your like passion now? And how do you see that uh, benefiting you? Because, you know, money answers all things. That's in the good book. It's over there in Ecclesiastes, it is. Oh, absolutely. Wine makes merry and laughter does something. I don't remember exactly how it's quoted, but money answereth all things. I think it's in chapter 10, verse 19 of Ecclesiastes, if I'm not mistaken about that, as my watch is going off, letting me know the life way. It's kind of funny that, that the actual Bible people send me an te- a email right as I'm talking about the Bible. It's, it's almost like they're hearing us. Yeah, just praise the Lord because they get the little things that uh, He let us lets us know. And uh, so let me just—I'll I'll definitely be happy to answer your question. And uh, while I will stay, say that I definitely have—I have—I think about this thought all the time as well. Like that, I—that's I, one thing I think that really uh, is is one of the like-mindedness things between us in just terms of. Uh, thinking ponderance of our future and uh so i mean whether wherever we are differently i definitely could share that sentiment with you so um i have lots of things i'm thinking and i'm putting out so i don't want to say too much because i'm still in transition of discovering who i am i really believe i've had a large sort of change of heart in terms of the way i've been living my life and how my life has been I don't want to say programmed, but my life has been, and we all have this, we get ourselves in routine. We've all been programmed. That's a great, that's a great thing to put. We've all been programmed. Yeah. So basically though, I'm true. Yes. And so I'm happy you said, so you understood. So more or less, I'm, uh, I do have things I'm working on. And obviously my, my skill is in uh, music engineering and I'm trying to go forward with that and put that to the best use I can, uh, for the kingdom, you know, for the Lord and for helping, uh, you know, any, I mean, just the same way I, helping any person who needs help but at the same time knowing that that's at this point what i'm what a skill i have is something i can use it for so long story short definitely going forward uh you know and just working with christian artists more being a part of the christian the music worship scene worship scene uh and just but again that's still so early on there's still uh it's still just a matter of formulating where really where my passions lie within that sphere because i know uh and this, this is just truly my heart red lies right now is understanding the word and putting myself sort of in that spirit of the lord and and trying to understand really where just where my life has led me until now if i may because it is i'm trying not to rush it but at the same time but that same sentiment of what am i going to do next what can i do to help people what can i do to be a part of the world it's it's always on my mind i i i I would like to not get in your business, but um, I would like. Excuse me. I was just saying, please. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, I'm still not going to get in your business, but um, (laughs) partially because you don't want anybody telling you what to do with your life. I, I, I certainly don't. But I, I like music, and I think that music is a way of expression. And I feel that if you're 
if you have the right artist, uh, like a Kendrick Lamar or a um, who's somebody else out there that is more positive. Uh, what is that name? Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Macklemore. Macklemore is, is a good guy, but it's another black dude. I'm looking at that black dude. So, uh, oh, what is that guy's name? It's not God. What is his name? Uh, you know, it, I just don't know if I know it at the moment. Uh, I know it's Kendrick Lamar. And who's the other one? It's another one out there. Anyway, he did a Grammys performance. I'm look, I'm seeing that right, right now in my head, and I cannot think of that guy's name. <laughs> and the internet is screaming at me, and they're like, it's him. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Anyway. I, mean, I wish I knew to be able to pick up for you, pick up for you, but I just don't know it. Yeah, I I, I can't think of it either. Anyway, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna look into him though, but like just based on the little bit, based on the Grammy performance and all that. So, but I mean, I will say he did. What did he didn't know Jesus. Shining light, those few people. Jesus walks was Kanye, so that's not it. Um, yeah. Oh God, I can't think of it. I'm sorry. Anyway, the moral is you have those artists out there. I mean, even an Eminem. Eminem is a great artist. Eminem used his music as a way of expressing his pain. And you really understood or can understand because he's not dead yet. Um, he's I mean I'm not wishing that he's going to die we're all going to die but you know he he's he's still alive is what I'm trying to I say I get what you're saying he's actually defying the odds with the length and the impact of his music career is he stands he's on every chart in terms of uh sales you know plays everything but not to mention that his longevity through the game and how relevant he stayed you gotta take your hat off to the man well because i mean and 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 this is why I, i i focus on this because i i get nervous with christians and and here's why i get nervous because they would dismiss, and, and to some degree, because of my self-righteousness, I've dismissed Eminem. But Eminem didn't say anything that we all weren't feeling. He didn't say anything that we all didn't deal with. Everybody has, in some cases, been beat up at school. And and everybody, in some cases, has had some type of mental distress or mental abuse. Everybody has psychologically been in the ringer, if you will. And so he uh, he 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 had a way, and I think that's why he's made it on all those charts, and he's maintained his popularity and his relevancy is because his music really spoke about the things that we're all dealing with. We all had a bad breakup. We all had a bad girlfriend. We all had some crackhead that we wish we hadn't got involved with. And most of the time we probably got her knocked up and we went, oh, God, Jesus, who did I just ensoil myself into? And... And you could relate to it. Now, why am I doing all that? Because sometimes I feel that, especially in evangelical churches, I feel that they spend so much time on the death, the burial, and the resurrection and the making of disciples, which what is going off here? Let me let me stop with all these stupid emails and put my stuff on, on D&D so that I don't mess with you i don't know how to uh actually turn the thing off now i just hit this button and 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 make sure that this doesn't ring anymore on us because you know i i'm so popular man i got everybody calling me and emailing me much ado about you know much ado about nothing um 
But Eminem, I, oh, the church, I think they, when we, we spend so much time on the death, the burial, and the resurrection of, and the discipleship making that we don't realize that people have real problems. And the only way to, oh, that's what happened. You got all these Siri products. It just, everything wants to be turned. Everything wants to be heard. Which, which brings me to my point that everything in life, whether it's Eminem, whether it's the dog catcher, whether it's the trash truck collector, they want to be heard. And the only way to uh, get everyone heard is to allow them to speak in a way that can get them best out, if that makes any sense. Amen. We, you got to look, you got to allow people to express themselves. Absolutely. Right. And so Eminem, even though, you know, he probably will never uh, take a pulpit to at least not in his current condition. I, I don't want to say he has a condition, but in his current uh, state of artistry, that will never find its way to a pulpit. But at the same time, you would hope that through his music, especially uh, the one he did, what was it, Recovery, I think it was? Was the yeah, album his growth music? Yeah, the music where he showed not only he didn't talk about he didn't just in generalize it. He poured his soul out of personal, personal growth. You know, addiction obviously that he's went. Through. I mean, personal. I think Eminem's actually one of the most raw examples for an artist wearing it on his sleeve, saying what we what, just what you said. What we all are thinking. Truthfully, and if I may, even it's a great testament to the word because Eminem, just what we're saying. Eminem is is a great embodiment of what we're all thinking. He's his brutal on brutally honest lyrics, and in that same nature, while he's not, and I, I mean, I'm never going to condemn anything he's saying. I actually think he's one of the best artists of all time, lyricism, musicality. He's he is good. So, but let me just say, I think it actually what just comes to my mind is that actual the scripture of how every human heart is deceitful and. So whether we look at the lyrics of the things that have happened to him or whether what's coming out of his heart into his lyrics, it's an embodiment. So and if I may elaborate, that's not a condemnment. I actually love this conversation and everything you're going to and sort of it's a if I may use the right word, it's sort of morality discussion because there is dark in the world. We can't deny it. And if the Lord and I, this thing I've, I've pondered and I uh, let me know if I'm hitting on the same sort of where you were going. So this it made me think of this. If the Lord's going to use Eminem and his deep expressions of the heart, however wicked or however tr- tr- just truthfully raw they are. And like you said, if that allows him to express himself, which might create a narrative. I mean, I don't even know the possibilities of this world or how one, any person, any singular human being might be used by the Lord. I do know it speaks in a part in the Bible where what is evil in the world, the the Lord might use for good. So, I mean, all these he things takes the good thing. He takes the evils of this world, the foolish things to confine the wise is the text that I think you're referring to. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That definitely sounds familiar. So uh-huh. I, I just love where you're going with this. And I believe that we should all as men, as, as people, as men and women of this world sit and have conversations like this, because I think that we could, I mean, just even going back to it, and I say this with a chuckle, but I mean, Eminem has been dragged through the mud. He even has, even in the expressions he's made and pouring his expressions of pouring his heart out to the world have been met with serious 
controversy, serious backlash. So in the nature of what you're saying, it honestly is a very sort of what if. You know, let Eminem be Eminem. And we continued it on in our light and still profess the word and believed in the word, but let Eminem be Eminem kind of thing. I mean, I, I, I if I may, we're, we're, it's a great question. And I definitely am battling with my own, not battling, I'll say, but finding my own ground, being grounded in my own place in this world, because none of us are perfect, obviously. We only even, um, and this is proofly hold tight to my heart is that i am nobody and even as a saved person even as someone who believes and is born again only lord jesus is good and i'm definitely not good and um so basically all that in progression all that in understanding like so i find i'm in no position to judge eminem and seriously who are we to say what the lord might be doing through actions not like communicate i mean it is all i find it to be very profound and very deep and a, a good conversation to have because i don't as it says going back to ecclesiastes and this rings in my ear right now is i don't ever want to be overly righteous because why should i die too early oh well you know you, you, you wow you, you actually go all in i was just talking about a guy that made some good music and you know i, I think <laughs> that he should just be heard but you know that hey i mean we'll take your thoughts barsas too um Somebody else that comes up to mind since we're in the music industry is is a guy named Justin Bieber and okay. uh, God bless his heart. He has a I think he has a, I don't know how how I haven't really been paying much attention to him because you know I don't really get into the whole gossip scene. But um, for the five minutes that I did pay attention to him, I looked around. The dude was peeing in buckets. Next thing I know, he was uh, married, and I went, "Wow, what happened?" Okay, um, real, but uh. I always thought, and I don't think that he has fully matured yet, and I know he's got a little condition that that makes his uh, expressions a little bit more uh, challenging. I don't think he can use his face like he needs to. Um, Mm -hmm. But I always saw Bieber as the world's uh, next worship pastor. Really? Yes, I, I, I I really thought it. And, and, and the thing that was funny was he actually did some worship in church at one point in time before he ended up in his his uh, with his challenge his physical uh, uh, ailments but mm-hmm. but I think that and I, I, I no I don't think I actually saw Justin Bieber in my life I've seen this I saw okay. Mr. Bieber actually becoming a worship pastor and I think that that when you really allow, could you try again? You know, I don't know how to turn this woman off from stopping. <laughs> yeah, she just keeps buttoning on us. I, I mean, I don't. Uh, she's she's. It's like she's annoyed and that nobody's <laughs> talking to her. So what yeah, I'm gonna do? Is, she wants some attention. I'm gonna take this watch off, and therefore <laughs> you won't be able to speak anymore because I won't have you on. Um, but I I feel that. Uh, the reason why I have this conversation is because that's one of the things that I I look for around here is being able to celebrate and appreciate creativity and artistry regardless of where it comes from. Whether it's people who are screaming about the cross and it's our need to uh, connect the same or people who are just talking about the fact that they wake up every day to gunshots and they see every last cousin of theirs gotten beat by the police. Either way, you are 
you're listening to the stories. You're listening to the the real raw truths and the 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 perspectives of people and i think music is one of those avenues that really will help us to understand just what the world is thinking and if i could be a part of that in any way which i hope to be a part of that by creating not only these conversations but make room for artists to be able to share in my space, I think you can have a beautiful piece of business because, again, we're talking about these things that we're talking about, but then you're listening to these artists who have stories to tell. And I, I think that'll make for a dope product. That's just my thought. I very much appreciate your you know, that just that oversight, that wisdom on it, and sort of like a call it an insight, more as like an oversight. Because I, in my uh, own heart, actually, it's kind of like an answer. It's kind of like a guidance because I, you know, certainly this changes you. Certainly, as you read the gospels, and you, you know, you're sort of planted in that decision of like, okay, do I believe the gospels and I'm going to follow the gospels, or do I not? And then thus, I mean, you know, so basically. Uh, I'm, I very much appreciate that because actually that's exactly where I want to be is able to listen to people, hear people. And, and as the, I mean, some, a huge part of the gospel, I mean, the, if not the essential part is love everyone. So, I mean, I, that, I love where you're coming from with it. I do think that's a big, like a duality part. And certainly many uh, people have become wayward in that, like in their over-righteousness and to have the endured deserving of their own sort of prayers because of when you look upon them, you can very much see they're too far, you know, gone. And uh, so like you said, whether they're screaming about the cross or whether they're talking about what is the, the darkness of this world that has consumed them, I really think it's a, it actually that you bring about very good points now. It's all in a way it's needed in a way it's needed and in a way it's all going to be medicine and steps towards growth um everything is going off in this room now the printer is printing jesus <laughs> what's going on in here i i, I uh, the watch is going off the emails uh it's like the, the series sending alerts out to everything else now that you took it off yeah uh, it, it is it is it is anyway um i i think the wife is printing and so now that's going off um, so yeah, I, um, I look at number one, I, I, I must confess that I was in the, in the need of content and, uh, I shared with you yesterday when, when I asked you, did you wanted to do this? Because I was like, dude, I, I spend, you know, countless hours talking to myself and, oh, that was you. Yeah. Oh, wait, who did I say that to? I, oh, I said that to me. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I was wondering what the thing was, and I was like, oh, she's printing. Oh. Um, anyway, I uh, I spend countless hours talking to myself, and uh, it gets boring after a while when you're, you're spending countless hours talking to yourself. That you kind of want somebody else to on these pieces of business talk to, and if, if anything, because not that I run out of ideas, but you know I get tired of my own voice, and uh, so my thought process becomes okay. Uh, who else can I talk to about uh, whatever else is going on, and kind of make for more interesting conversation other than just me blabbing all day. 
And uh, so that's why we're having these these moments of, of thought, if you will. And uh, I apologize for all of the, the various things that are going off. This is a, a working community over here. Everybody's busy hustling and bustling and doing their thing and trying to make sure they're fulfilling their dreams and purposes and goals and so forth. And so, you know, even Siri's got a job to do and she's making sure that she doesn't fail on her responsibilities. But, Amen. Um, but yeah, I, I said we sit down and, and spend maybe a 45 to an hour on on a uh on a on a on a weekly basis to just kind of look at it and 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 even hopefully take this as an opportunity to give other people a a, a reason to feel at least in the faith department or in the as I call it the spiritual therapy department because that's literally what I look at it as a spiritual therapy I get to lay on the couch and and you know really find myself and and in whatever way that looks like and and faith is a huge part. Spirituality is a huge part in, in finding yourself. I, I think there's major parts that make the person the best that they can be. And, and that's their mental state, their mental health, their spiritual health, their physical health, and uh, their psychological health, which is kind of an overall piece of the others that we just mentioned. And so that's kind of what we're doing here, if, that, if that's all right with, with yourself. More than all right. I'm happy to be a part of it. I, like, I definitely appreciate you letting me be here to call me to, for the opportunity because, uh, yeah, sharing about God and, and just like this life in general, how we can be better selves and help each other be better. I think you're doing a beautiful, beautiful service to the world by ha starting these conversations. Hopefully, it grow, like you said, it grows and we can all, you know, yeah, just it even if I believe if it touches one, per one person, it's going to be amazing. That 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 is that is what I think. So so that being said, I don't want to get into your business. And I started this whole long rant from sea to shining sea to get to this point about <laughs> not wanting to be in your business. But I, I hope that the at least for my own selfishness, and please forgive me if if this is selfish, but I I kind of already accept that it is. Uh, I hope at least for my own selfishness that you do stay in the music industry because I feel that. Uh, that avenue to creating artists. And I look at certain groups, like um, a lot of the work that I do and, and the music that I connect with is from a piece of business called No Copyright Sound. And uh, they're, they're just out there offering free music and, and, and you can use it in your vlogs and your podcasts and so forth and so on. But the moral is that they have a catalog of music from various artists and and different uh, um, genres of music, if you will, mostly in the EDM and so forth and so on. But I have never to this day seen a catalog with all of the vlogs that we have out here, with all of the content creators, with all of the podcasters. I think the podcasters calls them, you know, if you're just going to say everybody, you just call them a content creator. And then the TikTokers and the Instagrammers and the podcasters yeah. and the YouTubers and everybody fits in there. But I have never to this day seen a catalog of music. And I'm not saying it's not out there because I'm sure it is. And it probably most certainly will be out there after this because somebody's going to put it out there and then come tell me, hey, I got one just to prove it. You know, just to prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I've never seen a catalog of where creators can go and just 
collect music from, uh, you know, like a a um, a K Twist is a, is a gentleman that we both uh, have a mutual acquaintance with. You, you more than I, but um, and other artists out there. I have a couple artists out there that I know from an emphasis to Prince and a and a Vell Seven Cities and. Uh, uh, like I said, K Twist is one of you know. It's Attila the Houston is a guy out of well Houston that I know that does music and 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 why aren't they all on a catalog? And you could just go and and listen to them and and hear their playlists on whether it's Apple or Spotify. I don't know which one of those you're 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 uh, loyal to. You might be at YouTube Music in there, whichever one you're loyal to in that case. Because you know we're all loyal to some streaming service. You know we're either Apple <laughs> Music. Yeah. Or we're Spotify or we're YouTube music. You know, we're loyal to somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that's kind of another part that I want to see. And I'm yapping too much. I would love to get your perspective on on that piece of business, the music catalog that, that kind of uh, put more independent artists on the map in all of the, the, the major genres, if you will, and even the unmajor ones. But, but a, a place where... Everybody can feel like they have a home, and everybody is welcome, and everybody supported, and everybody is is promoted. What What is your thoughts as a, as a music guy on on that front? I well, if I have to be, that's a great question. First of all, and I mean, this just because my mind. If I had the truest answer, uh, that would be a million dollar answer for sure. Because I one thing I know, and I know you see it in your position too. There's a lot of artists hungry for success, hungry for a moment to be heard. So, uh, and while I do believe that catalog is out there, because uh, just the World Wide Web is sort of filtered like that where i'm not and i'm not trying to be mean here but like someone who potentially has a small resource pool might have that same catalog and but with their small resource pool aren't able to compete with even someone's let's say no copyright sound or even a you know some so, so certainly i'm not trying to this is like not like oh this is what it is definitely though with the music industry i believe it's very busy for uh, you know oversaturated is uh, an over overused word even but it's very busy you have to really uh, be through breakthrough with consistency and with value for unit and to a degree a little bit of shock factor i mean going back to eminem um most of his songs have a degree of shock factor with no lacking in artistic quality so um so i think there's a there's a very much a harmony between someone's talent and where they're going to get their songs produced, mixed, mastered, finished, all those things are very, very important. And uh, so, again, I don't claim to know. And I, while I do believe that the, that is out there, I'm 100% with you that it should be more focused on. And even for the sake of how many artists are out, are out there trying to breakthrough trying to get heard i this is a side note i think there's actually a little bit of fear to give to be so consistent first of all that you're giving it away first of all it's like that's money left on the table potentially i mean i I would contribute this to a societal view of like uh but more or less artists need to be willing to go through the mud of giving their stuff away for free and secondarily cannot have a doubt or a fear that their artistry will run out 
and I know I've seen this, lots of artists fear to put consist, put out consistently because they think they need to hold on to it, hold on to the art and, and wait for the right moment when truthfully and to get to be busy, to be live in today's market, you got to be so consistent. The art has to essentially flow from you like second nature. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that, that is a great point because what, what I have noticed and, and I don't want to start using this from a racial perspective, but it's kind of the only barometer that I have. Mm-hmm. I've noticed in white, more white artists, more white creators, they'll just hand you the music. Just say, here, go listen to it. And I think it's it, it's because they have more of the mindset that you're portraying Whereas more of our African-American people who are predominantly poverty and they're just trying to figure out how to, you know, make, you know, they got they got bread and water to buy because they're hungry. Dinner's got to be put on the table. You understand? And and I'm not and I'm not saying that that's just a black thing and white people don't have that problem because I'm sure they do. But again, this is the barometer that I know as I'm talking about from creative perspective. And I. I kind of say if I could get more of my friends, my brothers and sisters who share my color to go, hey, man, do do like what you just said. Put it out there. Um, go to some of those artists, some of those podcasters work on a barring system like, hey, man, you you play me in, in your, your YouTube videos and and, you know, uh, make sure I get credit, you know, come by, do do an interview with me, one or two things. We kind of build each other up on, on, on the back burner and, and, and I'm making the music and, and you're building the, the YouTubes or the vlogs or whatever you're doing, the podcast, yeah. so forth. And then watch us all get hot together. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent and that if i may actually which is i think something that a lot of people it's it's like a secret hidden in plain sight sometimes you just don't know what you don't know but many artists would are they, this is actually find a double-edged sword even as i'm saying i've seen it work the other way but to find someone who is who is like-minded and not in the same uh, feel like you said one can be a podcaster one's doing the music but if you join together with the mission to aid each other in your climb to work together and use each other's audiences bounce ideas off each other because i think that's and if i may from my own experience and i would love to hear your perspective on this when you're sort of singular in your content create making sometimes i mean even if it reaches an audience you don't quite have that scope of perspective that you that will help you reach more so if you can have someone and i've seen this again i i music industry in particular you you'll find i mean we've all heard this it's a cliche like throughout the 90s i mean even uh the basically the bands era like bands don't stick together it's very hard in the music industry to create a lasting duo or a lasting uh covenant like a bond between you know covenant was ill used but a lasting agreement for the way you're going and thinking with that end game in mind so truthfully i think many artists would be uh, just what you said is a kind of cheat code i think because in today's world it's so saturated and i mean i actually have thought about this a lot in fact i'd love to talk about it more in fact on the next one it's just if we get into it because i'd love to help artists and if, even if it's free i don't want money i just want i don't i'm not even claiming to be right i'm just saying i've worked with a lot of artists and seen a lot of artists who hinder themselves because of because of you know just whether it's 
someone else telling them something that's not good and i'm not telling them what to do i'm just watching how it's playing out and or on top of that someone you set out on you 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 do make that agreement you set out with it and then when the person is is giving you constructive criticism or advice you could say you are uh, resentful of it or you're not you're not i mean that's i guess just more or less now that i'm thinking about it and well, for the better, you maybe don't work with that person. But please, I kind of was, was rambling, but so go on. No, 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 because I, I think that is, you, you're in the music industry, so you, you probably know about the Island Boys. Oh who, yeah, I heard of those. I heard of those guys. Yeah, you know they had that they had that that, that one track that they but they kind of self imploded, and yeah. it was uh, a fellow person who kind of has your mindset which was trying to help them, you know, navigate through the the economics of the business and they kind of, you know, took a poo in their face and 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 so I, that that's kind of a a relevant now topic to speak to what you're you're trying to say and and I I I applaud that and the reason why I brought it up is because that is again why I decided that I wanted to have this conversation because a, I don't know much about the music industry. I know I just know what I like and I know what I don't like, and but that's just my personal perspective. Uh, I don't really like Reba McIntyre. I don't have a problem with Reba McIntyre. I don't <laughs> yeah, dislike Reba example, Mac. A great example. I don't dislike Reba McIntyre because of what she said. I just don't really like country music, and that's just the first person that came up. But you know what? I don't even though I don't like Reba McIntyre and I don't really like country music. But uh, uh, um, what's the dude? Uh, Lord, I can't think of his name. He just did um, clap, not not clap. Stapleton. What was it? You know, oh, what I'm talking? Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Now, now, Chris Stapleton. He's a country artist, right? Oh yeah. But when that dude did the national anthem, come two weeks prior. Whew. Yes, God. Yes, yeah. God. He, he 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 was on it. Oh, he was on it. Yes, God, I cry. I still cry with that song. Yeah, amen. And, and so you know, it's it's a thing that I like what I like, and 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 we all have our our, our thing. But but yeah. but being able to to, I hope that you can, and, and anything that I could do to help you to be that artist mentor. Because I don't know if I just gave you a job that you didn't ask for, but you know, <laughs> if it comes I, again, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to. I, mean, yeah, I, I actually view this in, in it's been this way for a uh, long, at least a whole entire year of serious frustration, and to the point where um, I've talked to even people, and you know, and again, you can't shake them, you can't make them do anything. But I've said, okay, I've set schedules out for people, I've done things for people, and to put them on a path to see, okay, you have two options essentially. You can can oh you can be can so consistent and not and then fast and get your art out there, or you can be slow with a consistent plan that focuses on quality. You know, because people will ignore sort of a poor quality song if they're getting a song every week from you and they're hearing your heart and they're and again it flows like second nature from you. But at the same time, if you're putting out a song once every six months, even that's very good quality. I mean, I would say that that's part of the trick in today's world. You if you're an underground artist, someone looking to build the following in not with no footing your consistency is everything so yeah that's that's definitely get into this more if you want to uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we, with our new talks yeah, absolutely. We, yeah we do need to because let, let, let me let me let me let me say this because you there is a song out there all right 
Yeah. Stanky Legs sucks. Yes, I remember that one. I don't quite know remember who did, but I definitely remember that phenomenon. I, no, no, but let me tell you why I say that. Okay. Like, I don't have a clue what dude is saying in Stanky Leg. Yeah. But the beat is so dope that yeah. you you just you just you just get with it because and, and I tell people all the time that that I know that in artistry, I'm like, dude, nobody's if if it's got a dope beat to it, nobody's gonna care about what you say. All they're gonna care. I, I got an Eminem and we call we bring this back full circle. Not because I paid attention. I think I've been listening to Eminem like two years from like, wait, did he just say he carved a girl's tits off with a meat grinder? Seriously, talk about shock factor. Talk about a shock factor. What a lyric. And 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 I'm and I'm listening to it like Wait, did I just hear that? But I had not paid any attention because I was so wrapped up in the beats. And so I I try to convince artists, hey, get you a good beat maker. Start there. You get you a good beat maker, something that I can jam out to, something that I can pump iron in the gym to, and, and, and put the lyrics on the back burner. Seriously, it, 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 I'm gonna tell you, your music will be fired up before anybody even realizes that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You, let's definitely continue this because actually, if I may, that's one of the things that's kind of like a next level. It's so what you just said is so true, to, and to a degree, is like you don't want to be little anyone. However, this is why the this that's the artistry of it because two people you have two people sitting in the same studio, both picking out beats for a song. And it's one has a slightly better ear for what's catchy, what's relevant, what's mm-hmm. what people are not. And this is actually the sad dichotomy of it is a lot of artists. There's let me. It's not. I'm not gonna say sad dichotomy because I do believe as a not not. I'm not a music writer, so I believe it's more a duality that you have to find your own harmony in between what you like as well as what the people are going to eat up, what they're gonna want to hear over and over again. Right. I, so I, that, that's a, a deeper layer into it on top. Like, say, once you have the, like, but definitely people need to, that's why it's like a, a step-by-step process. If you're nailing your consistency, you can be a little lackluster in, in beat choices because you know what? The art flows from your second nature. You're just, you're putting your words out there. You're getting your art, letting that flow. And so essentially you think about it like this, you put out over the course of a year, you put out an album and some people like sometimes some put some like others, but then there are people like, and I'll use Jay-Z as an example, whom when Jay-Z drops, he drops a well-crafted song. Like, that doesn't mean it's a hit every time, but he has spent time crafting it, making it just what he wants it to be and then he puts it out after a set you know so, like, so that's another that's just one whereas like someone like whom i love artist wise Wiz khalifa Wiz khalifa tons of music he's just dropping mixtapes left and right he's always in the studio making music and that's just what he does right and, and the thing of it is if you have a 12 piece track and we're gonna this is our final point for the week we'll, we'll pick this up next week i promise but yeah. if you have a 12 12- piece track or 12 uh yeah piece track uh not that's what i'm not saying a 12 track mixtape or 12 track album is what i was trying to say there you go there's there's going to be one or two that's going to be the bangers yes that's that's the way it's always is it's one or two that the people are going to put on repeat that's the reason why the cd players are broken and the cds (laughs) scratched because it's it's that one or two but 
the other five or ten that are on the on the mixtape or on the on the album is just as you're saying that consistency and i'm i'm i hope that artists will will hear that and and really focus on that and and yeah man we we, we should talk about that next week and and you know Absolutely. i look forward to it yeah man and it's it's been great chatting with you it's been great chatting with you again i appreciate you having me on all right man and anything anything you know popping you want to talk about or say before you leave you know meet me at church on sunday down on the corner you know anything of that nature just uh you know in that respect i'll uh you thank the lord for this because i certainly uh cherish where he's brought me in terms of joy in my life so uh you know i'm happy to be able to talk with you and again express these you know just these thoughts from within i think it's beautiful and i cherish your friendship and, and i look forward to more conversations all right, man. We'll we'll definitely talk about that, and hopefully by the end of this, you'll be a pastor somewhere, and and you know that'll be that. We'll see. We'll see what the Lord has in store for me, right? All right, brother. It's been fun. Take care. All right. I can't take it anymore. My mind's about to go to war. I need someone to save me from myself. To hear me cry when I call out for help I blame it on the voices that are in my head Wondering if they'll ever be put to bed Feels like I am close to reaching my wit's Holding out but I'm about to blow it up like a volcano my lovely friends i hope you won't you won't be ashamed please don't be ashamed to uh to take that as you hear the doors close because uh, i got a lot done while that was playing uh in full confession i listened to something else 
I, I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to tell you that, but I did. Um, cause technically I already heard it. I was there. You know how that is. It's, it was recorded yesterday. So, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, I was already there. I don't need to hear it again. I'm not a narcissist. You know, my name's not Donald. That was, that was, uh, yeah, I totally did that. Nonetheless, uh, I hope you're not ashamed and I'm sure, uh, you can consult your local fitness person with what I'm about to say. It's like 5 million. I'm around here. Everybody's a fitness trainer. Have you been on Instagram and just looked around like everybody's got their shirts off and then they're skimpies and they're talking about, you know, if you just stick with me, I'll give you five secrets to make sure that people look at your abs and want to suck on your penis and I literally saw that in somebody's like, I can make sure that people are looking at you from the waist down and they're just gawking. And I go, huh. So I'm just going to go around and probably wreck people's homes because nine times out of ten, some of those folks that are looking at me are probably standing next to their significant other, especially if she's a girl, then her husband is feeling some type of way. So now we got problems. And, and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and the moral of the story is a calorie burn is a calorie burn no matter how you burn it. And so, you know, don't be afraid. If you're not into uh, going to the gym, if you're not into, uh, you know, going out for a walk like we're going to do here in just a few moments, if you're not even into uh, doing any type of nothing, you got to clean your house. So put some stank on it. Put some stank on that house cleaning. And you, you let me tell you something. If you go back and you look at those housewives back yonder, like leave it to Beaver and all those people. And I granted they were actors and, you know, that is a whole thing. But those girls back in the day were madly in shape. I mean, because you think about it. They got up every morning. They pulled the sheets. They pulled the curtains. They they had to get up in the ceilings to get around the cracks and the crevices. They had to pull down the chandeliers, the globes, and all that stuff. They They spent their entire day slaving, especially those folks that didn't have maids. You know, they didn't have Mom Mabley come around. And even Mom Mabley was in some ways in shape because she was always on her knees talking about old freedom. You understand? So anyway, make that house make that house work. Make that house work work for you. You feeling me? All right. I, I'm appreciating to Brother Ian. Did I say Brother Ian? I did. I wanted to say Passer. Passer? How you doing, Passer? Anyway, we'll leave him alone with that. All right, we're going to uh, get to our walk here in just a few moments. And uh, <laughs> wow, it is literally in the 40s. So we got to make sure that we're not cold. And we're, oh, this is going to be a long day. Because I'm supposed to go to a meeting tonight. And Jesus, I don't even know if I feel like it, dude. Man, Lord, can I cancel? Nonetheless, we're going to get into uh, our friend uh, Sam in just a few moments. But before we do that, we got to take care of some business. I need for you, first of all, shout out to you on behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this. That is awesome sauce. And ask that you do whatever is needed to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the internet, which is hopefully by nine 
9.30, round about the, the ringing of the bell, of the stock bell. Not that we pay, really pay much attention to the bell. I mean, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We'll look at that. We're going to talk about that down the road, I promise you. Uh, so make sure you get these. And then you slide into someone's DMs. Make sure that it's consensual. Ain't got time for you to get no virtual Me Too charges and then blame it on me. Because no, ain't, ain't about that life. I got my own problems. I don't need yours, pimp. You understand what I'm saying? So do that. And uh, please make sure you're doing that because uh, that's going to help us get ad dollars. That's going to help us to, you know, fund fund this dream that we got. So make sure you slide and consensually again. Make sure it, Make sure they want it. All right. Don't be going and virtually assaulting people with my content. All right. So we're going to take care of some business. And then after that, we're going to get over to Samuel. Are we are we here? Check, check, check. Okay, one, two, three. I can hear you. Then, check, one, two, three. check, check, check. One, two, three. Yep. Uh, okay, I can hear you. You can hear me. That's good. That was so loud in somebody's ear. I'm sorry. The people are sleeping. Do you think we need another? Do I think I need. I think I need my other coat. What do you think? I'm gonna get cold. Uh, I might get. I might get cold. I forgot what color I am. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but no, I, just, I just felt like for some reason adding that in as a as a caveat that, you know, Forgot it's because I'm black that I get cold. I get cold, and it's only only reserved for black people. It's only reserved for black people. Us white folks, we never get cold. Well, I'm not an us, so I'm not white people, so, you know, I don't know what is reserved for you white people. What is reserved? Okay, hold on. Let me get my my things in and get this stuff all settled in and get them layers. Yeah, you got to do them layers. Can we go that way? Yeah. Because heading towards the Wisconsin, towards downtown Wisconsin, towards the the world of you're starting, and we're not even. Uh, I didn't even. Uh, yeah. I didn't even do my thing. I know you're on a time crunch today. Uh, we have until six. Yeah, yeah. As long as I'm back home by, you know, what the devil? Did I just kick up a stick or something? <laughs> yeah. I saw something down here that was interesting to me. It was a, I saw police, but then it sounded like a taxi cab. Did you see that coming in? Uh, I, I think so. You're I spitting s- again. It's every every day, every morning. Why, why why are you spitting every morning? All day, every day. All day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I think I did. Oh, okay. I, I'm I, glad it wasn't just me. Were, were they parked? Yeah, I think it was. Huh. Oh, that was a light. That was bright. Yours is so much brighter than mine. I'm sorry. May <laughs> I light the way? Yeah. Maybe 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 I'm meant to be bright. Bright. It stinks down here. Sorry. <laughs> Did you just fart? No. Oh. Unless. Unless what? Unless I did. You did? No, I did not. 
I swear, I smelled it right after you said sorry. <laughs> I'm on that bean diet. I swear, I smelled it right after you said sorry. <laughs> I swear I did. Oh, the, the, the photo. There's no photo oh. of this life. You know, if it's not recorded, you know how that game is played. Yeah. And besides, oh, wow, that's bright. <laughs> See, my light doesn't even look like a light. See, oh, and there's a picture of the city. Toy City. Okay. <laughs> so today's Ash Wednesday, which... You ain't got ash on your face. No, because I got ash on my fingers. I woke up this morning ashy as fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> is that is that God telling me that... Hey, wait a second. <laughs> All natural. I was so ashy. Were you? I had to bathe myself in lotion this morning. <laughs> Bathe yourself. I did. Is there a specific lotion that you, you use? Um, sometimes I put on the wife's lotion just so I can make sure I don't smell. You know, it, it overpowers the fact that I smell like shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So maybe you're the one that's <laughs> you're no, smelling. No, 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 no. Did the lotion this morning. No, oh, okay, me. okay. We're good. We're clear. I did the lotion and I sat on the <laughs> toilet for like 25 minutes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And I've been up since about 2.30, so you know. <laughs> 2.30? Yeah. Do you wake up at 2.30 every morning? Somewhere in there. But like then what again... Time, what time... Like, what does Eric's regular sleep schedule look like? Um, We're in bed by 8 o'clock, 9 max. Okay. 10 at the latest. So, you know... And I you're don't up by 3-ish? I, I don't sleep but 4 to 6 hours a night hmm. at one time. Yeah. But, you know, the wife's knocked out by 7.30. Wow, is she? Yeah. Because we're up at, like... I mean, she got up at 2 because she went to do her, you know, her eBay business because she, she goes around and to thrift stores and she finds vintage things and she sells it on eBay. Huh. So anyway, she got up at like 2. She's hustling. Yeah, something like that. And uh, so I got up at, I rolled for a little bit and I laid there and... You know, read the newspaper, except mine is online. Apple News, shout out to you, $32.99 a month. And uh, after I finished reading the newspaper, it was about 3 o'clock, the alarm went off, and I got up and I did my breathing. Mm. I think you have to do your breathing every morning. This is a lesson to everybody. Not necessarily a lesson, more of a public service announcement. PSA. You'll be surprised, just simple breathing. And you don't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. You know, folks like to spend a lot of time. What is that? Oh, that's because I already did an hour workout this morning. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but um, people spend so much time talking to God, praying. And I have this mindset that really actually enunciating the words is more stressful. It's like sitting here talking to you about my problems all day. It's just going to piss me off more, right? <laughs> but when you sit there in a quiet state of breathing, maybe, you put you, maybe put your little music in the background, mm. a little something, something to, uh -huh. to encourage your heart, and just breathe for about five minutes. Yeah. You'll be shocked how much you don't want to kill somebody after it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really, yeah, no, I think I, I agree with you. I, there's a lot of merit that comes with just 
breathing. And they've done studies, and by they, I mean just scientists in general. Oh, you have to bring the science in. Ah, you know it. Yeah, Jesus. Because, like, if it's not backed up by research, and people haven't studied it, then, you know, it's only one singular person. But studies show time and time again that breathing returns your whole existence back to a homeostatic, uh, balanced level, which is pretty dope. Uh-huh. So... Good morning. How are you? Good. Stay Wednesday. warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're light. It's like, well, I want to cut off. <laughs> it's supposed to, like, cut off. The light is shining in people's faces. Yeah. They're out here needing cataract surgery after they spent some time walking in front of me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Any cat is blind for the rest of its you know, the cat, six lives. Yeah. <laughs> he, started, he started with seven, and he met me on the road, and he... <laughs> Went down instantly to six because he fell in the river. Yeah, he's cataract into oblivion. Yeah, cataract. See that, that right on. <laughs> cataract into oblivion. Now I'm going to try yeah. something. Uh-huh. There's a runner coming up here, and, oh. but I just wanted to uh, pull this out of my my pocket just so I can yeah, make don't sure. Blind him. <laughs> let, let me let me make sure that I'm not blinding. Okay. There you go. Good morning. morning. How are you? Great, great. Happy Wednesday. <sighs> she was gone already. Why do you wait till they're gone? Do you want to tell them something? Great? Well, it's it's running. <laughs> I mean, but but you know what it's running. You're into your own world and. Well, she she's just trying to she's trying to put one foot in front of the other and and deal with the shittiness of running. Exactly, and and you know. Because running sucks. I, I, you know, I'm just speaking suck. from my personal perspective on this. Running is awesome, and it sucks. When when I do running, because I fucking hate it. Uh, you run? No. Exactly. I said when I do it. Uh huh. I, I believe you heard. Well, you didn't hear me because you know we don't hear each other in this culture. But when I run, I don't normally run. But when I do, you ever seen those commercials? Uh-huh. I don't normally do that. But when I do, it fucking sucks, and I don't want to hear anybody talking to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like leave me alone. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Just, Just let me let me wallow in my moving suffering. Okay, wait a minute. Where was that car? What was it? Was it right up in here? Oh, um, yeah, I, so the, the past few times I have seen a, uh, cop just chilling. This time I, I didn't see him, but I saw a van that looked like a, a cop car, but wasn't. Hold on. I, I how think, is this going to, so. how is this going to look? Let me see. Turn this <clears> off and see how that, oh, is that a, is that a good look at the skyline and the, the views of, of, that's Portsmouth over there. Uh, the mouth of Portsmouth. The port's mouth. The port's mouth. Yeah, that's the port's mouth. Yeah. Why do you spit so much? Is uh, you know that's a good question. <laughs> I think it's genetic. My, growing up, my like dad always used to do it, and I think my body over uh, produces uh, mucus. So I'm like, all the insides of me are are doing good, I guess, but they're producing too much mucus. Uh. And I want to find that car because it was, I saw it and I said, I was going to turn around and go back. But then I was like, no, if I do that, I'm going to be late. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make you have to, I don't want to be late because, you know, it hurts your heart when I'm late. And I don't want to be one of those typical Negroes that is just working off of that, that special time called cpt you understand that time 
CPT? Yeah. No, what is that? Color people time. Ah, CPT. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Time is a social construct anyway, so, you know. Ah, well, I mean, it is relative. <laughs> oh, I've got a question for you. Okay. And it's going to be... It's going to be a throwback and kind of be like, a, what? Did you... Did you used to work at Chick-fil-A? Yes. Did you used to work so spe specifically at the one in the Pembroke area, I'll just say? Hey, good. <laughs> hey, hey. So, turns out, you used to work with my sister. Who's your sister? <laughs> Who's uh, your si her name's Paige. Jesus! Do you remember? God almighty! <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a throwback. She was like, wait, Eric Deshaun Barry, I know him. Because uh, her and I grabbed uh, dinner last night. Jesus. She was like, ask him if, if he used to remember a little white girl. <laughs> and he's still. <laughs> we need to talk no more about that. <laughs> You're not going to like any more of this conversation. No. <laughs> no more of this conversation. No more of this conversation. I bet. I mean, hey. I mean, I'm glad to have it with you, but I'm promising you, you're probably not going to like any more of this conversation. No, Paige was a sweet girl. Yeah, she still is. She's a sweet girl. Yeah, no, she's awesome. Yeah. She's lived in Norfolk with her family for... Oh, she's married now. For a year, yeah. Oh, congratulations. She's got kiddos, 31 on the way. Oh, oh that, wow. So. Yeah. yeah, that's so... That's so so y'all used to work together. <laughs> yeah. How old is Paige now? In her thirties, I I have a lot of siblings, so wow, keep Paige. Yeah, you remember Paige? Paige Broughton. Yeah. Damn it! I I don't know why I didn't make that connection. <laughs> so your operator, your your I guess yeah, operator used to be Bo. Oh, that, that bastard. <laughs> Bo Noblet. Yeah. Did you, did you ever work with Mandy? I don't know, but there was a guy Mandy named Dawkins. so. Funny thing, the out. first podcast I did was with a guy named, uh, what was that fucker's name? Uh, whew, this tall white dude. <laughs> so I really threw you for a loop there. Um, I told you, I give you a warning. Wow, who's that fucker's name? He's really tall? Yeah. Evan? I, no, I went, I went we Super drove. tall white dude? We drove across, we, I drove across the country with Evan. <laughs> did you? Yes. Yeah, he, I remember him Evan Myers. A, yeah, 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 Evan Myers. Yep. Yeah. I remember, it, so he used to be, uh, like, friends with us, and he was, like, a family friend, but, like, also a co-worker, which is kind of cool. There's the car. It's a taxi and a police car. What? Uh, over here at the truck? Right here. Oh, oh, oh. oh interesting. Huh. You, you think you think anybody's in it? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it is a police car. Yeah. But it's a taxi and a police car. Huh. Where are you doing? This ride is about 15. This ride is about fifteen dollars. It's a taxi and a police car. Norfolk Police. It's kind of cool. You know what? Nobody's in the car. Look at those two runners over there. Right on. So get, get in, get in, get in, get in. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So what is that fucker's name? Anyway, we did we did the fir our first. Uh, hold on, I can go to YouTube and hopefully not mess up the podcast while I'm doing that. Yeah, 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 I, I just, so did I have a with a who? Uh, a Jess, he's white. Who? Jess, Jessica. Maybe. I forget her name. There was a girl, Caitlin. Do so you remember Caitlin? You know Caitlin? No. 
So there was a girl named Caitlin there. Because Paige is my oldest sister. Oh, wow. Because I got two more siblings after her. Oh, wow. So Caitlin, there was a Caitlin, and then there was a little white girl. We dated. <laughs> for like two seconds. Yeah. We're all hoes in that store, by the way. <laughs> That's my turn. Hey, the, pa- the past is the past. People uh, be making out and then walking. I mean, I'm just <laughs> no one doing any of that. But um, I really don't know how much of the story you want to know. <laughs> hey, the past is the past. I Probably not much. Because but... <laughs> we were all hoes back then. But uh, <sighs> Caitlin, so Caitlin and I were seriously having a fucking moment. Not, like, physically, but we were, like, mentally fucking each other. Mm. Um, the, the mental in- intimacy. Man, the mental sex is better than the physical sex. I don't care what you tell anybody. <laughs> you, you have to really connect with someone on the on same... Because now you're fucking with your mind. wavelength. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, and that's, ra- that's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's this other chick that we... Fi- so, here's the thing. There's this guy named Walter that went to take this girl I was dating home and he hit his mom with my car. He, he what? He hit his mom with my car. He that's, hit- how, that's why I lost my first car. Oh. He, he literally went to go take uh, this girl I was dating who I cannot remember her name. God, Jesus, that makes me angry. <laughs> probably because she dumped me, so that's probably why I don't remember Eric her name. wild and out. I'm telling you, I, I can't I, even remember girls. Dude, I, I, I don't remember people that I, especially if she dumped me. So that's probably why I don't remember her. She oh, just yeah. went into oblivion. But yeah. she was a sweetheart. Anyway, um, he went to go take her home and he got hit by his mom, which totaled my car. So that was that. Wait, so, so he he was in your car? He or, took my car he to took take car. my girlfriend at the time home uh, and hit his mom. Uh, yeah, I that see. was fucked up. Josh Hansen. That's okay, the that bastard. Name, that I, name rings a bell. That's the rat bastard I did podcasting with for the first time. <laughs> when I first started my show, I did yeah, that, with Josh that, Hansen. Yes, that name definitely rings a bell. Yes. Remember that name. Evan, obviously. I, there's a picture somewhere in the archives of my parents' uh, computer with Evan because he was so he was so tall. He was like on his knees and still typing on his keyboard. Uh, and like we're all just standing around in like the same height as him. He's a big guy. Paige is your sister. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, God almighty. Who I'm glad I she knew. She was like, wait a second, I know him because uh she well she saw obviously like your name when you're running and like voted for someone else because she's like uh, is close with another uh, person who's running for city council. Here in Norfolk? Yeah. For Ward 4. Mm. And so she was like, wait a second. Eric Schaubert, I know him. Mm. And you like, had to tell me that? Because see, now now yeah. she just dropped down on the totem pole. <laughs> I was actually starting to feel all liking, like, oh, Paige. Now you're going to tell me she knew my opponents? I'm like, oh, go. <laughs> opponents? Yeah. They were jackasses, all of them. Uh, there it is. There, there's Evan right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Evan. <laughs> that's and uh, let me see. And there's other All ones. Oh, throwbacks. Man, I got some throwbacks. Yeah. Because Chick Fil A is so. Because I, I also used to work at that Chick Fil A. Huh. Actually, all of my siblings, all six of us, used to work at that same Chick Fil A. 
Really? Yep. Uh, not with the same guy. Nope, not the same operator. Bo, Bo used to be the guy, and then he got replaced by a dude named Jason, who still runs the store today. Oh, isn't that He's a nice. great guy. Really done a lot for the community. Oh, bless his heart. Nobody gives, anyway. <laughs> no one gives a, <laughs> he said, bless his heart, no one gives enough. <laughs> I was trying to move on, but you... I'm looking because I know I have Chick-fil-A photos somewhere. And, uh, oh, there's Josh. Right there. And I know I have some. There's Chick Fil A right there. Yep. Yeah. Full back. Yep. Yeah. I know exactly. That's the guy that got my car wrecked. <laughs> I don't remember what his name was. Yep. And I can't believe I don't have a picture of that girl that I was dating. Josh. But yeah, it was Caitlin. God, I love Caitlin. <laughs> she was a skinny little white girl. But I love Caitlin. Yeah. Look at this. New York life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Paige. Yep. That's it. That's all I'm Paige saying. Paige B. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I figured uh, you might you might enjoy that, and it's a, a little throwback to the past. No, I don't really enjoy it, but <laughs> that, that hits too close to home, and <laughs> kind of reminds me of things that I... Uh, is like that's, a, that's the past. Right, yeah. Hey, the past is the past. Yeah, I'm so glad the statute of limitations ran out on that conversation. Yeah. But then again, she was 30. She's 30 now? She's 30 something. She's 30 something? I'll just say that, yeah. So if she's 30 something. Yeah. <laughs> we're maybe five or six years older than each other. Oh, yeah? Maybe. Because huh. I'm only 38. Okay, yeah. She, so, I mean, my, yeah, she's, you got a few years on her. I, not that many. See, 518. You want to keep going that way? Um, if we get, well, what time, you said you have to be back by 545? By or six. six. Six, okay, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. Keep going to hit five, like, 25, 530, and then we can head back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the statute of limitations run out of those conversations. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got deep, read, uh, deep. Deep roots and hey, good Chick Fil A. Huh. Super deep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Paige, tell her I said hi. I will. And that's yeah, about all you're gonna tell her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't know if he would remember me, but ask him if he remembers a little white girl. <laughs> uh, ask him remember what? Ask him if he remembers a little little white girl. Yeah. Yeah, more than I want to. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So throwback. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having <laughs> Yeah, flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks. Oh, my bad. My that bad. you really don't want to know about. Yeah, well, fa fair enough. Yeah. The past is the past, you know. I, I will say that... Uh... Hmm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you see, I don't re see. If it wasn't you, I would have just blurted it. But you see, I'm yeah, no, to I be... got you. You don't, you don't though. I mean, it's it's fine. Like your business is your business, right? Actually, no, it's not really business. I mean, it's, it's not like oh, I don't want anybody to think. Yeah, we're back there fucking in the Chick Fil A. No, that wasn't happening. But sure. there was a lot of. Em I think everybody, and and I think this is okay. Yeah. But 
I think you want to go up there. You ever been up there? No. I, I mean, sure. Yeah. Damn, my light is. That goes down into Berkeley, but it it it, it, it comes down the safe part. You just roll back up. Huh. Anyway, oh, everybody was meant. To, oh, it said a mile. I think it did. Yeah, we done a mile. Dope. Everybody was mentally fucking each other back then. Oh, I mean, it's so it's like, it's your it's your twenties, or like high school to twenties. Like everyone at Chick, like right, like we worked so hard at Chick Fil A, and you really did fall into almost like a, a family lifestyle. And and when you're spending hours and hours and hours with these people who are just doing awesome work, we would sit in the back of the Chick Fil A, and like struggling through, you know, the the. The struggle of serving up only the best Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Nobody gives shit about like, that. But no, we were sitting in the back like. <laughs> well, I do. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we were sitting in the back until like two in the morning, with all the lights off in the store, and it'd just be like a little slow of us. And Josh was a jackass, but that's a whole other conversation. I think we had like a little bromance going on there. <laughs> yeah. That we couldn't figure out because I was a black Democrat and he was a white Republican, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I think at any other turns, we might have gotten along together, but because we came from those extreme opposite sides of the tracks, uh-huh. we couldn't figure out how to vibe with each other. So we just kind of pissed, you up, pissed, yeah, yeah, pissed each other off all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, but, and then it was, it was, uh, I don't really know what else was in there, but everybody, I mean, for the most part, everybody was fucking each other. Mentally, yeah. There, there's no physicals, but mentally. Oh, no physical. No physicals. Okay, because there was this one gal that I'm not going to name names because you know, still mutual respect. No, but she like she was she was known as like the like the Chick Fil A gal. Her, what, what, was she working there with your sister? She was not. No. Okay, well then I don't know anything about her. Uh, there was one chick that was working there, and she was the, 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 she was the whore, but. <laughs> But, you know, again, everybody was, you know, in church and loving Jesus and mm-hmm. glory, hallelujah. And we only acted like we didn't want to fuck you. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know there, there's multiple times. I think that's just the culture, maybe of every like quick service restaurant. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. But um, yeah, there's a, there's also a lot of just really awesome times in, in the old Chick-fil-A days. Yeah. You know the the thing about it was I don't I think that the 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 easy and the hard part about a mind fuck is you really don't know where you stand with those people, and yeah. so the ambiguity. Yeah, and yeah. not not that it was. I mean, again, we were all from different sides of the tracks. I literally only went down there because the other option. I was working at Military Circle at the time. Okay. Did you grow up like in in Norfolk, and yeah. then you just worked in VB? Yeah. So I, I actually started my Chick-fil-A career at the, the Military Circle one. They had one in the mall. Oh, okay. Yep. And they closed that one down. And everybody went to, you know, various places. The assistant manager, because I don't think they didn't have, that wasn't an operation. They just had a general manager. Uh-huh. I don't know who the operator was of the mall Chick-fil-A or even if they had one. But yeah. uh, the dude that was the general manager of that was the... He was a double majored chemist. Oh. And I'm like, you work at fucking Chick-fil-A? And you got a, like, like, a what are you double doing here? master's degree in chemistry? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. 
Anyway. Well, I've never been up here. You've never been up here? No. Yeah. It runs down into Berkeley, then you go around there. Berkeley Bridge. Yeah. And you, uh, and you're literally in the shipyard. You can come, you can go down there under the bridge and see the whole skyline of Norfolk from there. So this kind of feels like you haven't been over to the Jordan Bridge? No, I would never go on that bridge. No? I don't intend to. It's a, it's a pretty, and why is that? It's a slinky bridge. It's, it's intimidating. It's very intimidating. Like when I run, like it just goes up and up and up and up and there's slight de uh, incline. And there's literally nothing there. I, it's like, it's like the Campostella Bridge. I would never do that. I did that uh, once. I'll, I felt like I was going to fall off of it. <laughs> never doing it again. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Man. Okay, so you grew up in, in Norfolk, but then you worked so, in the military circle. Then so, you got, when we got ready to do the whole it. change thing, yeah, I decided that the, the uh, I don't know where the general manager went. I think something happened, <clears> and because it's why I don't remember. Anyway, the moral of the story is there was this, there was this, I don't know if he was Asian or Greek or Jewish or what his nationality was, uh -huh. but he was going to Greenbrier. And I was like, can I go to Greenbrier wow. with you? Because everybody was going to Broad Creek. And I didn't <laughs> want to go to Broad Creek. Broad Creek. So I ended up going to Haygood. Uh -huh. And uh, well, so it is 525. I guess we can maybe walk a little bit more than head back. I don't want you to be late. You can get to the center part and then. Well, we can turn around and go back now. Yeah. And do this later. Safe, sorry. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow we'll meet at the uh, open space and actually do the, the bridge. Yeah, and go over to the other side. No, this is cool. I, I didn't know this was like the access to get on here. Yeah. I've seen it passing by and I've thought, I don't know how to get up there. Yeah. But I do, so I'm not going to hold your hand. Um, anyway, so I went to, to Hey Good. Yep. Hung out with Bo. Bo Noblet. And uh, uh, I don't know who else is in there. Anyway, the moral of the story is we were all mind fucking back then. Yeah. But it was one of those where. You did it. Where you were all flirting with each other. Yep. But you didn't really, you didn't really know where to go with it from there. Because yeah, you're like, what are you? Are we gonna be actually intimate and then work together still? And then would we date? It's kind of like this tricky workplace. It's hard to figure that out. Yeah. I I I, I don't want to get into it because I got you. I don't really know the details, and yeah. some of it involves your sister, but. I also don't want to make an inaccurate statement, but yeah, right. I uh, morning. Going on, Pop. I uh, I don't know if we were the only ones in there that actually dated me and was it Sam? Who? I'd be pissed if it was Sam. <laughs> I think that girl's name was Sam. Was it? Yeah, no. There, there's a few. At least for me, my experience. There's a few, few few gals that I definitely got along with and but yeah I, I didn't know where to take it you know what's up bro Good morning how you doing bro uh I think her well I think her name was Sam <laughs> but that doesn't sit well with me no <laughs> what was that girl's name? she was a little short girl <laughs> and we were the only one in there that literally had an open relationship not open but yeah. Everybody knew we were together. Oh, I got you. Now.
What's going on, bro? He's like, I don't give a fuck about y'all. He's like, I'm just trying to get a good <laughs> man. I gotta go over here and bust on some steel today, man. Go fuck yourself. Y'all out here walking and shit. Smell like weed. Yeah, it just smell like weed. What's going on, bro? Yeah. I thought it was just me, but it smell like weed. Anyway, we going back that way or we're going this way? Which way you want to go? Uh, let's go this way. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were all flirts, but. Yeah. That's so funny. Blast for the past. See, that's the thing about this area of Virginia Beach, Norfolk, where I, like, there's, it's such a melting pot. Like, you know, buddy, you, you know somebody who knows somebody, you know? And. <laughs> At least that's been, like, my experience. <clears throat> so, I'd be shocked if Paige was friends with anybody but Philip. Philip. I can't see her being paid, being friends with John. Who's John? You said she, she knew my opponent. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. it had to have been Philip. It couldn't have been John. Well, it, it was because uh, it's uh, J.P. Page. She knows J.P. Page? Uh, the other guy. Philip Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Philip Hawkins. I'm like, she didn't know John. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no. Phil, <laughs> that I guess, dude doesn't yeah. deal with white people like, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Philip Hawkins. That's Yeah, Philip Hawkins is. That's who she knows. Yeah. Which I underestimated Philip. Yeah? I really did. I didn't underestimate his. Po- See, number one, Philip put himself in an, un- in an unwinnable situation. Which Philip Holt, Philip was like Ross Perot in 1992. It's like you know you're not gonna fucking win. Go sit your ass down. But I underestimated Philip because I didn't realize his white person's reach. His white person's reach. Yes. This man has the Caucasian This man has. Ability, this man has Caucasian ability. This man has Caucasian cred and. Caucasian cred. And I did not realize that. I knew John didn't. Yeah. I knew John was straight Negro. John was straight Black Panther, raise a fist, yeah. power to the people, the white uh, man's holding you. us down. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew how to defeat John in that category. But Philip, on the other hand. Ah. Uh, different, different ballgame. I didn't, 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 didn't know where he was. He said that Caucasian cred. He had that Caucasian cred that I didn't know he had. And so that kind of, that kind of, you know, you know, chapped my ass a little bit. <laughs> yeah. If I'd have known that. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. But you still ran? And you, you like, don't give, don't give sorry, me, don't sorry, give sorry, me, don't sorry, give sorry. me that. Don't give me that. Well, saying. you did a good job. No, and, no, no. And I, like, literally, it's not, it's, it's like straight up, like, you, you still did the thing with not much political experience and that should be like that's that's I don't know if I'm insulted about that or not no and it's not this is not like a pity compliment like this is like what do you mean that, not much not political not many people ex- not many people do that what do you mean not much political experience as in like wasn't previously sitting on city council I mean none of us was huh which Again, anyway, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. there's no sidewalks over there. Yeah. But anyway, that just soiled my chaps a little bit, pissed me off, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But JPP Page also had like so much financial backing. 
Like I, I, I looked up the numbers like a few weeks ago. I was like, oh my. I lost, was... I lost to Benjamin Franklin. I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna tell the truth. I lost to Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Because I didn't lose to John. I fucking surely didn't lose to Philip. <laughs> yeah. No facts. I lost to Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> and you know, on any given occasion, if the the political wheel was fair and square. There's nobody on planet Earth that could tell you that Philip or John could have kicked my ass. Mm. And that's kind of what sold my chops about politics because yeah. there, there are people who were solely, and I'm not going to say who they are, but they were solely in those <clears throat> other two camps only because they had financial or some type of loyalty uh. that, you know, their lives depended upon it. That makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are people who walked up to me like, dude, you're the guy, but, you know, he, he got us wrapped around the nuts. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So that's the part that I, I don't think I ever took into consideration. Yeah. And so anyway. Man. It's, it's just a throwback. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Paige, uh, Paige was like, yeah, like, we voted for Philip Hawkins and, and but, like, we kind of felt back because he didn't win again. I, I guess this was like his second time running or something. I mean, I may have that confused. Third, third. Oh, yeah. So, because I think I met the the one time I went to finally my neighborhood civic league meeting. The one time that I, I actually met your mom that was the first time there, but you weren't there. And I was like, ah, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I met Phil Parker. Yeah, he was there. And we we talked just super. So Paige lives in Norfolk. Yeah. Oh, that means she lives in Ward Four. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Right near you. Right near where? Right near y'all. I'll just say that. <laughs> me, grandma, or me, me. You, you and your uh, lady. Oh. Oh, she's out there in the yeah. uh, in the in the eye. Yeah. Oh, okay, whatever. You're fucking kidding me. She's that close to me. <laughs> Jesus. You got a small world. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Who else is that close to the me? Chick Fil A bod. I don't know. I mean, I can still have to figure that out. No, I, <laughs> uh, now, now, now I'm getting paranoid. Like, no, no, no. Who no, else no, lives no, in that, no no else lives in that fucking neighborhood that I don't know? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I'm like, I didn't know your grandma was down the street from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a news to me. I'm like, yo, what? I mean, that's literally where I lived. Really? Yes. Wow. And that little, little Sam Broughton with his white ass moving into... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, uh, Before I got married, I was Chesterfield Heights. Yeah, like literally, the the guy next door to you, on the other side of Miss B. Yep. We met in Costco, and it, it, and literally, my nickname was Mr. Chesterfield Heights. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was Chesterfield Heights before That's I got amazing. married. So when you're looking at my house, the one not Barbara, but then it's. Miss Barb, no, no, Miss B. How, Miss B, sorry. Yeah. Miss B, us, and then the guy to the left. So if I'm standing here, yeah, that to the left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Debrell. I don't think they were their names in this. What? They don't want their names in this. Oh, okay. My yeah. bad. Yeah. <clears throat> but his wife. Oh, okay. I yeah. She I used, got you. she gave me the nickname Mister Mister Chesterfield Heights. Gotcha. Huh? Yeah. Mr. Chesterfield. I'm See, telling that's, you, that's the van that I saw earlier. Before I got before I got married, I was Chesterfield Heights. Literally. Huh. So Chesterfield Heights. 
That's funny. Like, I, I ate, slept, breathed the, the freaking uh, Ohio Creek Project. Yeah? Yes. Because that, that was obviously a grant from ODU? No, the grant for no. federal government. Uh, yeah. was, like, as, is ODU involved in the creation of? ODU was involved in, uh, in some planning and some research. And uh, they and the, what do you call that? Oh, oh dude. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I almost dropped my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> Does that give me anxiety of my phone flipping in the air? It's an iPhone. It's like 1100 bucks, and he's just flipping it in the air like it's $2 at the Dollar Tree. I think we all, you know, I, this reminds me. I was at the gym yesterday, and there's straight up just Jays chilling in the locker room with Jay's? no one around. Oh, wow. Jays? Jays. I was like, what? Jesus. And and someone sat down near me, and I was like, yo, are these your Jays? And he's like, nah. So wow. Like, okay. Somebody just left some Jays just literally sitting there in the locker room. So this guy hey, gets can you, up. Can you, can you, can, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop you, but I just wanted you to do this right quick. Just hold that because I needed to, I wanted to do this. I had to trust in Mr. Microphone. Microphone. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, so I, I saw these J's. Some dude walks up, right? And I go, oh, these are you, like, are these your J's? And he's like, nah. Okay. So then he leaves and another dude walks up and sits down. I'm like, hey man, are these your J's? And he's like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay, good, because like, I was making sure no one was gonna snag them. These. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they were like too big, and also like I don't steal. And oh, there's the uh, the uh, the ferry. Have you been on that? Nope. You've never been on the ferry? I know. I've been trying. I've been wanting to, but dude, we must take a trip to Portsmouth. I don't know if we can do it. In, I don't know if we can do it at this time of the morning. Maybe, excuse yeah. me. I don't mean to touch your hand, even though it's beautiful. <laughs> and now that I know you connect to Paige, it gives you higher velocity of beauty. <laughs> velocity um, of beauty. Like, like now I want to touch your hand on her behalf. <laughs> you got some unresolved, unresolved stuff in the back. Sorry, man. Actually, no, I don't have any unresolved. No, I do not have any unresolved issues with Paige. Do not put that out there. Okay, you better. I mean, you better not. Uh, and if I did, yeah. Hey, no, she's she's wonderful. She's I mean, so so. Sweet. She's married. I'm married. She's got a family. I got a family. She lives her life. I live mine. Yeah. And probably passed by this conversation, I probably won't even think about the girl anymore unless yeah. I see her in the neighborhood, which now would probably make me paranoid because I'm going out like, where is she? Because you <laughs> no, probably no, told no, her where. No I, need to be paranoid. You yeah. told her where I lived, didn't you? Uh, I I told her yeah, like in the area. Yeah. You told that girl where what I lived. Street? Yeah. And she lives like, I mean, she lives close by. Wow. You told that girl where I lived. You think a white girl is a threat? <laughs> I think right? of anybody is a threat. Two. Yeah. Split pace. Are you? Because <clears throat> I, I feel similar. It was two miles. She was, Siri was telling us. We got, we got anyway, two what, miles in. What was you trying to say? You said, do you think of everyone as a threat? I think of everybody as a threat. Huh. Depending on what mood I'm in <laughs> when I yeah. wake up in the morning. No, I feel that. Yeah. I, I think it's it's easy to, at least for me, I can only speak for myself, like either anxiety to kind of take over or to get like heavily skeptical about people's motives. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that could be a good thing because that, that does keep us safe. 
I I think that could be taken too far, and our brains are like, every, like I should be skeptical of everyone, when actually, like, we don't have to live with that that uh, figuring outness that yeah. our, our brain just maybe naturally does. Yeah. But I, I resonate with that. So here's I, I finally figured out how to say what I wanted to say without sounding like a whore or making sisters same. Uh, so at that time, uh, I was in a very needy state. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Do we have a water side picture? We do not. Okay. We do not. I gotta give. I gotta give you something to look at so that you can go. Hey, <laughs> look what I did with that bastard. Yeah. All right. Cool. What is that? Yeah. So anyway, I was in a very needy state at that time. Uh huh. Um, and it was the first lesson in. And I'm not in any way trying to say that I understand or know the uh, that you're. I'm not trying to say your family is better than mine or mine is yours. Actually, it'd more be yours is better than mine. But I'm sure there might be some trauma that you would if I went into. Well, by the time I finish, you're like, dude, you have no idea, and and I'm okay with that. So please do not get offended by that. But this is just the mentality that I was in at that time. I got you. Exactly. So. You're a black guy who severely crossed the tracks. I mean, this was heavily embedded into the other side of the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're in some cases over there alone because mm. I don't think there was any other black people in that store at the time that I was in there. Mm. And there, it, they, it, there, there wasn't a moment of, oh. Here's the black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Morning. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. Um, everybody was exceptionally welcome. Yeah. To some degree, uh, <laughs> we were all a gigantic family. Yeah. And again, I was probably the first one that got hooked up in there. So, you know, that that was that. But actually, funny thing. No, there was another <laughs> black girl in there. Her name was BB. BB. Yeah, BB. Yeah. And Josh, your sister, and I drove to her church in Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. I took those people to a black church. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I love. That's what I loved about Chick-fil-A because they got so much shite for all the controversy. And, like, think what you will about Chick-fil-A. I just remember all the good times. Like, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, like, I was the minority, <laughs> you know? And there's a certain commonality that you just get been working but like keep keep talking about like so anyway we yeah, were driving and they were in the backseat like dude you can't drive and i didn't realize at the time <laughs> the car didn't have like had bad shocks and and needed oh, an alignment yeah. and so you just barely touched the stern one and it just went like that <laughs> but yeah. i didn't know anything about that back then so you're like i know how to drive i'm like just... i know how to drive like what are you talking about but the car just kept moving and, and unaligned and just <laughs> swerving and shit so anyway we got to the black church and uh that's amazing and uh bb was the other and it was somebody else it was other black people in there besides me so okay yeah so let me let me uh but um but you, you maybe felt like you're the only because you're like not a vb er no that didn't know? bother me no oh, okay no, that didn't bother me huh. i didn't think that really mattered back then 
That's good. Good. What 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 time are we at? We probably should go straight. We go yep. around. It might take us a while. Did it. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, okay. So you go to this church, swerving all around. Swerving all around on two sixty four, and uh, in in the same car that uh, old boy met old boy wrecked Walter. That was his name. That wrecked it. Walter. What was old girl's name? I would give you a homework assignment. <laughs> if you're so willing to accept it. Research project? Yes. I'm off social media. No, you don't have to be on social media. You just make one phone call. <laughs> Say, who did Eric Barrett date at Chick-fil-A? Because he's pissed <laughs> off about it. <laughs> she might remember. I'll see. Yeah, because... I don't, I, all I remember is Caitlin, but there's a other, Holly, Holly, that was her name. Holly. Holly. Okay, boom, got him. Yes, never mind. You don't, okay. have, to, you don't have to do it got anymore. Got him. No homework. Yeah. You flex the brain. Yeah. Holly, okay, you used to date Holly. I used to date a girl named Holly. Yeah? And, uh, so anyway, Holly was cute. <laughs> was she? Right on. But we were from two different sides of the tracks. <laughs> I was more highfalutin, sophisticated black, <laughs> yeah. and not a shot, but she would be what you call trash. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And White trash. Yeah. Was she white? Yeah. Okay. And nope. there was no, no way. way. It was no way I could take her home back then. You know? You <laughs> yeah. know? And so now, I don't know. We might have all evolved, but... I didn't know we evolved that much, but, you know, we just did not have, we knew that outside of Chick-fil-A, there was really nothing else there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, so you, you have these people were Josh and Austin and there was one dude in there that was in that picture that I showed you with the long, his name was Tony. Now, Tony probably was in the same category as, uh, as Holly, maybe a little bit lower than her, because Tony was kind of the misfit of the group. Mm -hmm. But the rest of us were more highfalutin. You know, grandmother had a Cadillac back then. I've always been in a family of Cadillacs. Uh-huh, yep. And uh, Josh came from a very highfalutin, sophisticated uh, family. Um, his sister was... Uh, you know, up there, and, and they were they're heavily conservative. They were, they were fundamental free will Baptists, which I went uh, to church with Josh one Sunday. Yeah. And we sat there, all firm of founding. Oh, yes. Join ye saints of the Lord. You know, uh -huh. yeah. and you walk in, I mean, it was beautiful music. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. I mean, they harmonize like a bitch. And you walk there, and you're like, ah, this is dope. You're like, yo, what? <laughs> yeah, but you knew. They were like, and then the guy came in, and he was an evangelist, and he was like, you're all going to hell, and the serpents is coming, and, and they're going to rain fire. And, and you're like, yo, And I'm what? like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, take me back to the black church that we shot on two and four, right? Cool. Yeah, exactly. So, Anyway, we had this weird moment where we were going to each other's churches, and I think she went to London Bridge back then, maybe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Did, isn't that right? Maybe. Somewhere. Well, really, her as in who? Paige. Oh, uh, maybe. We, so, uh, like, I, uh, like, our family grew up pretty Baptist, pretty London Bridge is Baptist. 
Yeah, I don't, we didn't go to London Bridge. We went to another Baptist church. Um, but we grew up pretty heavily conservative. Conservative. Exactly. A so, lot of us have, you know, yeah. progressed and moved on. And, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. And if you do, cool. But yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so you looked at Paige. Paige drove around. She had a sick car. I mean, was it the black Honda Civic? I don't remember. It might have been. And so she was driving. <laughs> I was driving. And we might have been the only one there with rides. Oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but then again, I was whew, 23. Oh, yeah. So I think Evan and I are the same age. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, because 2004, I turned 20. So, five is 21, six is 22. Yeah, I was 23. Yeah, I think she said, she mentioned 2004. Yep. No, it wasn't 2004. Oh, it wasn't? No, it's 2007. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was 23 years old. And uh, so, you know, I was pretty young. Yeah, you know. Not that old. But I think she was still in high school back then? Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. She <laughs> had to be, because if I'm just 23, then she had to be like 17 or 18, because I think we were right maybe five or six years apart. Anyway, moral of the story is. <laughs> I think she's 30, I want to say 36. It's hard to keep track of all this. So I should know. I'm, I'm a bad brother. I think she's 36. She's 36? I want to say. She's 36? Mm, maybe 34. Like, she can't be 36. Dang, I should know this. I... Because if she was 36, that would mean that she'd be 21 in 2007. Let's see. Um, Seven. Yeah, so... So 34. She's 34. So that means in... Yes. So that means she's four years younger than I am. Because she was 19 when we were at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was still legal. Okay, cool. I feel better. Thank you. All right. Now I don't give a fuck about the statute of limitations. So... um, Yeah, you're good. Yeah. But anyway, it was was a... How much time do we have? Oh, we have five minutes. Maybe ten. Um... So, uh, yeah, we were going to each other's churches. We were, I was, I don't know what I was looking for at that moment, but it was, uh, a need. And I think that, uh, at that point, something that I didn't express. So, cause I'm going to finish this story. So we're going around the pagoda because yep. I can't leave this for tomorrow cause I will forget. I got you. And just in case somebody didn't want to hear this, I better finish it. <laughs> so you're coming off of, I'm coming off of the first 20 years of my life, as we talked about in previous conversations, being a faggot. Yep. So now you're at this point where these are, the Hollies and the Caitlins are starting to go, oh no, he's not gay. He's actually fuckable. Uh. And what that did to that guy was a little bit, it pushed over the edge more than it needed to. And as in you, you're like, I get to wild out now. No, I don't or know. Just like mentally. It was more mental. Oh, I see. Yep. It's more mental. And so, and like I said, fucking somebody mentally, <laughs> it is so much more damaging mm. than you could ever do with a physical interaction. 
Because you can easily just have sex with somebody and forget them. But once you're in each other's heads, and that was one of the things that, um, I'm not going to say Paige did, but Holly and I did bad. Mm, yeah. We got in each other's heads bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you get any, you know, 18 to 28-year-olds together working hour after hour after hour, and there's going to be personalities that just match up. You know what I, I mean? I don't know if they matched up, but but Holly and I would just look at each other uh, and like, please forgive me. Don't yeah. don't pay attention to my eyes, because later I'm looking at you and I'm seeing her. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, fair. So don't get offended. No, but no offense. We would like look at each other. Yeah. And we have these gazes. Yes. I. Yep. And it's the eye contact. You can come off of that. <laughs> Literally, you could. In your brain. Mm. I'm telling you, mental sex is excruciating and it is the the hardest form to ever get over. Mm. Which is why I didn't want to have this conversation. Fair enough, yeah. Fair. Well, you, you get to spice up anything you want to keep or not keep. Up. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. It's just now I got to remember Holly. God, I love that girl. What are she's up to these things? I don't want to know. I'm a married man now. Move on. Yep, fair <laughs> enough. Because that would be very devastating. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's you know, that's the thing. Good morning. Morning. Um. Yep. We we've all got lives. And we've all got like past past flames that we've had to let just extinguish uh-huh. or close close the top of that candle too. And that's that's okay. I think there's like there's a time and place for everything. And like what you were talking about is a you know twenty three something year old, right? Well, like, it was like a friends mentality where yeah. the girls all had, and and it wasn't sexual, yeah. But it would like you'd sit on the counter and we'd do close out and 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 the girls would like sit in your lap or something like that. And again, it wasn't like oh we're bumping on each other's booties and shit. No, it wasn't like that. It was fucking mental sex. Mm. And. I never really thought about it until we brought that up. How much we were mentally fucking each other in that story. Yeah, oh, we got a car. It is amazing to think about how much mental sex was going on in that store. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And before anybody thinks, oh, that's just dirty. No, it's not. It is not. It is. I'm going to say this again, and this is the last time I'm going to say this. And after that, people can think what they want. If you get in a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. the moment you two get into each other's heads, that's it. Huh. I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you before. Yep. But the 100%. moment the moment you're in each other's heads, that's it. Mm. And if you have a group of people that y'all are all in each other's heads, mm. that's it. That's it. It's game over. That's it. That, that's that's, and at that age, if you don't know how to handle that, yep. Which I didn't. That becomes it can be very it can be very very problematic, mm. and that's when because now you're asking yourself, how do I respond to these emotions? Yeah. Do I respond physically? Because. You know, I'm already melting over these people. So now, do we go around and have a big fuck fest? That's not good. 
because that's going to ruin it. And some of us, I think, with the Holly piece, I don't know if Holly and I ever recovered. I don't remember because I don't know how long I was there after we had our thing. But then again, we never fucked anyway, so it didn't really matter. But we did lay on the beach with each other and kind of hold. It was anyway another thing. The moral of <laughs> if you we, we've all been in those situations. You know, that's I think the comforting thing is like at the end of the day, we all can recognize our need for connection. It was a whole big canister. Yeah, there's a whole big canister of friends. Yeah, you ever seen this show friends? Uh, like a few times, but not my cup of tea. Oh well, anyway. It was like friends. It was like this big, gigantic community. And again, as you said earlier, Chick-fil-A gets a lot of flack. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff that the people talk about on the outside of Chick-fil-A, you didn't feel on the inside. No. Yeah, like like the whole debate with uh, Chick-fil-A hates gays. I'm like, so why do I have a... Why do I got a oh, man? Why do I have a gay manager? A bunch of gay also, people. Why do I have a lesbian manager? I got not only a gay dude managing, but a, a lesbian lady who's managed. They're both in management. <laughs> there was a gay. So, there was a lesbian there when I started. I'm saying, like, and I'm like, like Chick Fil A got so much flack for that, and you know, once again, that's I think the danger of jumping to conclusions and, and seeing these big corporations or whatever. And I understand, like the the issues with big corporations. But I'm like, on the inside, we were having to prep our people and say, like, not like not even cover up, but just say, this is like a, a direct view of the owner. That I'm doesn't glad, necessarily wow, reflect. had that conversation? Yeah. We never had that conversation. Well, because, like, people were boycotting Chick-fil-A. People were, uh, yeah, like, was stealing money. Man. Yeah, I'm like, well, th- th- it just it frustrates me because, yeah, people can get, an idea of who someone is and write them off both as an individual and as a group. And I think that's unfair. So man, this was beautiful. EDV. <laughs> Last of the past. Paige Broughton. Paige Broughton. Jesus. That's well, your... One of the sisters. Yep. I don't know any other ones, but that one, that, that, that sister right there just took your stock up 10 times higher. <laughs> Except for the fact that she voted for Philip, that that kind of dropped it. And with that, my friends, we bring our time together to a close, and we do so by thanking you. Can we uh, can we take a moment of reflection? Just right up in here, if you don't mind. And part of the things we're reflecting on is we're reflecting on <sighs> great memories. Uh, today was a wonderful time of reflection back to my CFA days. It just got me to thinking, like, dude, maybe I should literally try to go and see if I can't pull out an apron. I think I got one right here somewhere. And my old badges, and let me open this closet here in the kitchen. Is my CFA apron in here, or is this the wife's apron? No, that's the wife's apron, her fresh market apron. Mine is somewhere. I think it's still at the granny's. I should go over there and, and get my CFA apron and, and hang it up in the closet. Then we'll have our matching aprons. It'll be so cute. Anyway, shout out to all of the 
the lovely people out there who I know and who I didn't know. And as we're reflecting, we reflect on, <sighs> I told you it was cold outside, but I'm dealing with, you know, just 48 degrees. There are people in New York and California who are under winter weather alerts. Nearly 65 million people under winter. Oh, God. It's going to get bad. Pray for those people. Keep those people in your thoughts and in your prayers. Um, and while we're reflecting, we reflect on the city. More than 6,000 people have been fatally shot in the U.S., so far this year, according to the Gun Violence Archive. But Nebraska, Omaha, have steadily decreased in reported gun violence over the past 15 years. It really did help to build a lot of trust between the police and the community. And jokes among these various organizations. Empowering Networks is the hub because it's kind of pulls together all these different organizations that by themselves tend to not stay connected and more effective. The number of reported shooting victims in Omaha, which includes people who survived, dropped from 246 in 2009 to 121 in 2012, with the lowest at 90 in 2017. Shout out to people who are doing their part to try to deal in this wonderful thing, this wonderful war we have called climate change, sea level rise, most importantly, gun problems. That's just the thing I was looking for. The climate change is because you got California under winter alert. That's just, that's just climate change. But then gun violence is another thing. So, we think <sighs> we take that time again as we bring our time together, as I said, to a close today, our moment of reflection. And I also do so by thanking you. I thank you because you care for your friends and your families. Most importantly, you pray. After you have shared, you pray. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized nations all over this world, even the uncivilized ones. Those Ukrainians need our prayers too. And even the Russians. Those people don't want to be in that war. I keep telling y'all that. Alright? We'll get together again. Maybe tomorrow. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. I'm on my way out. Yeah. Might hit the club and I might stay out. Yeah. Little chicken on my brand of steak out. Fresh for the mall, got him checking me out. Yeah. Bet, bet money ain't no nigga flyer. Burn until I expire. Spit it all, but you gotta be a rider.
my 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 my